You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus. Puts you right in the holiday spirit. Vixen and Blitzen and all his reindeer Such a fun song, such a good, like, holiday spirit. Well, happy holidays, everybody. We're here. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, holidays. right? It's December. It feels right. Um, So we're here doing another Glee after show for you all. Tonight is episode, or season five, episode eight, um, previously unaired Christmas. And this was all about Christmas tonight. We were just talking about it before we got on air. It was just uh, really, like... Every song, super spe- like super Christmas. Right. I, I thought it was interesting, especially because they aired this episode so early, and for one of the first times, to actually Hanukkah was early. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, and you know, like there was no Kwanzaa involved, so we didn't we didn't get much other than Christmas. But I do think that that is the majority of the population that watched the show. So good for those people. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I. I thought this episode was an interesting choice because we should jump into the premise of this episode, which was a little bit different than what we've seen Glee do, or completely different, I should say, than what we've seen Glee do in the past with their Christmas episodes. Tonight, we went back a year, um, so we still had the New York uh, McKinley split going on, but back to the relationship statuses, everything from season four at Christmas. And the way that that was explained at the beginning of the episode was Jane Lynch herself, not as Sue, Jane Lynch comes on and says that Fox executives wouldn't allow this episode to be aired and that now they're finally airing this thing that was was not deemed appropriate for the year before. Right, which we here at ABTV have decided is not the truth. Exactly. I was just about to say we call that that is not the case. We are calling your bluff, Jane Lynch. Exactly. (laughs) And we now believe that they, of course, filmed this episode in the sequence of season five. I mean, not, not trying to be so looking closely at everybody's figures, but I think that if you examine the actors now versus where they were then, you'll see that it's now. That, yeah, and you can also tell by hairstyles. I was about to well. say hairstyles and... Like Sam has long hair. Yeah. He, he still has long Yeah, hair, Cord so. definitely has grown out his hair over the course of, you know, their hiatus from season four to season five, and you can see all those differences. I almost wish if they were going to go back that they went back a couple seasons so we could have had everybody in Lima still. I know. Wouldn't that have been fun? But I think that at that point, not to be a complete downer at the beginning of this episode, but oh, yeah. you would want Corey yeah, in, in that. Of course. That's probably why they didn't do yeah. that then. Um, yeah. But it it felt a little strange to go back. It took me a minute. Maybe other people could jump right in. It took me a minute to realize, oh, Blaine and Kurt were split at this point. And we had a lot of those little differences. And Santana had just broken up with um, her girlfriend. Brittany. And, yeah. 
Oh, no, you mean her... She had just broken off with Brittany. Exactly. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Becky was still in the same place pretty much. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, but there, but the, there were small differences for sure. Small, and, and Marley and Jake are, were still together. That together. was the weirdest part. Right. <laughs> so lots of changes. What did you think of that, them doing this kind of setting up the scenario, whether or not they filmed it in season four or season five, really doesn't matter. Did we like the choice that they made? Here's what I liked. I liked the concept. I thought that... I was going to have more questions answered. At the top, when Jane Lynch was like, oh, but we threw out the uh, the footage of Will and why he came back. That The questions she briefly mentioned, those were the ones I wanted answered. And I, I didn't feel like they answered enough of my questions. I couldn't agree more. I felt like if you were going to have this kind of episode, there had to be a reason for it. And at the conclusion of the episode, I wasn't sure what the point in going back a year was. I wasn't sure what it added to it. Like, I didn't get those answers. I, I agree, especially if they're going to use that as a, like you said, Stephanie, a creative tool in this episode that even if they're shooting it during the regular season five schedule, I don't think there was no point in going back. Yeah, we obviously know, it's, it's smart that you brought this up, again, not to talk about it, but we obviously know that they this isn't footage that they previously filmed because Finn was not in it. Exactly. Yeah, I, it's one of those things where it would have felt like a gaping hole had they gone back to season three. So, I don't know. It still kind of feels like a gaping hole that they went back one season because he was there and he was teaching. Well, yeah, it felt like he should have either been, been mentioned been mentioned in at the McKinley location or if he was with – I can't remember if he was with Rachel at that point or not. I guess they were split in season four. He just – it needed to be mentioned. Yeah, and they – but I just wanted him in one of those two locations or mentioned in some way. It just – it felt strange to make this choice, especially in light of – that tragic. How weird would it have been if they did air unaired footage and he was in it? That would have been. I mean, in startling some... and also nice. I was gonna say, like, I think at first it would have been like hard to watch and and difficult to see. But something, depending on the footage, it's kind of something comforting, especially if there were Finchel scenes in that. I think people would have gone nuts for that. Yeah, I agree. There has to be unaired footage somewhere of that, and I I bet. Maybe as a one year or something that yeah I hope I hope that we so. see something at some point. It would be fun to even get like uh, a flashback of that. Not an I, I don't think probably enough to have an entire episode, right. but but flashbacks of it. Maybe Rachel remembering what have you. So hopefully, Glee writers, um, that will happen. Um, that being said, uh, let's talk about tonight's episode. Sue um, is being back to her typical mean self. Um, she's you know, kind of like at she, the beginning. Yeah, she could have gone even meaner, though. I mean, she ends up obviously giving them the trophy. So I just she wasn't the Grinch at the end. So I, I guess that's what the Grinch does do, though. Yeah. yeah but the, th- the thing is that we've known that Christmas is a season that Sue really takes seriously, and she honors like the the whole message of Christmas and the respect and honor that you're supposed to give you, each okay. other during that holiday. So it doesn't. It, I think it would be out of character if she did go really mean, even though we've seen that. Um, but we know that Sue really does enjoy Christmas and or the holidays. Yeah. Was I the only person who thought that um, Becky's take on a green Christmas was super cute? Like it I thought <laughs> that it was worthy of the actual word. Right, right. I was like recycling green. Like mm-hmm. oh, she found all green products. Like I was like in so many ways this is far more green than creating a green 
It's not like I thought that it, she was going to paint everything green, but it wasn't going to be from the trash can. It was going to all be from like yeah. store bought something that wouldn't be green, whatever, styrofoam, whatever right. you want to be. But it was all green and green. Yeah. And I was like, you found a new and unique way of making a green Christmas. I, I was impressed, to be honest. Um, Agreed. Um, but Sue did not agree. And, and Becky was upset about it. That was like, you, you, you see. Tears. Yeah, tears. Sore loser. Her throwing that. Uh, instrument against the wall. And this season, we've seen lots more of Becky's emotions. A lot of the time, she's kind of played the sidekick to Sue, and this season, we're seeing really some great character development for her. We talked about how, for kind of the first time ever, she's filling the Britney role, almost, with her one-liners. It's so crazy. It's crazy, and tonight we have... I have special needs, and one of my special needs is mouth sex with your face. Like, oh, to yeah, Sam. <laughs> like what? Yeah, I mean, crazy. I mean, fun. I mean, but they're giving they're her funny, grunt. but like you don't know whether to laugh or be kind of appalled. Like, right, exactly. <laughs> and I have to say though, with Brittany, it it went on that same line at yeah, times. Absolutely. Um, speaking of Brittany, we have some great news and gossip about the hundredth episode. You're gonna have to stay tuned. Exactly. So stay tuned. We'll get to that. It's really exciting stuff. So that'll be good. Um, and also we had this audition for the nativity scene, um, which was <laughs> I like that Roxy's already laughing. I at know. Me. I only giggle because before this, just being the ignorant human being I am, I was like, guys. <laughs> What is a nativity? <laughs> I mean, we all we've all been there. We all have those kinds of questions okay. at times. Um, <laughs> Thank God for you guys. <laughs> um, but that being said, this was quite the little audition process, and we it see was cute that they auditioned together. That was sweet. It was sweet, but Bree and um, or excuse me, um, Kitty, Mar- Ki- Kitty Marley, um, really facing off again. We haven't seen that that relationship in that kind of face-off mode in a while. (laughs) I actually liked what they did with that storyline, though. I was very happy that it wasn't just... I I liked that Kitty was almost self-conscious there, you know? Yeah. She didn't feel like she earned it. Uh, It it wasn't just like, I know I can beat you, and then that was the end of it. It was like, you know, it was this tough exterior, and then really there was motive behind it. So I I thought that was nice. Right. Also, it was like self-realization of her actions and who she is as a person, and then... It was also humbling to see her like that, to, that she wasn't the first one to step up to to the plate and want that role. I, I like that side of her. Me too. Yeah, I, I agree. She definitely was showing vulnerability, and that's not something we get from her very often. She she often does have that tougher exterior, and um, I wanted to see more of that. I That was one storyline that I felt like we got a taste of, and I wanted to see her in the end she wins the part and or she um sorry she doesn't win the part or she does i'm just being crazy she well, who are you talking about now kitty kitty they do kitty. that whole song so that they can have her get the part right yeah. exactly okay so i was like as I'm she going, doesn't even audition for it right so she gets the part in the end but i wasn't sure if that was going to make her be the stuck up girl that she was before or if she was going no, to... No, she seemed appreciative of it. It was sweet. Yeah. It was sweet when it happened. I, I liked that they did that for her. Even though they all wanted the part, they realized she needed it. Right. Mm-hmm. and So that was sweet. nice. It was It was a nice moment. Fitting of the holiday episode, for sure. Um, 
And we're going to talk about all the songs in that audition process in a little bit. Um, but should we move on to Kurt? And this was a sad storyline for me. I just... <laughs> was, uh, to me, they, I, they, I kept feeling like they were setting us up for something that we... Ne- why? Like, what was the point of the storyline? What? Why do we need to know about Cody robbing them and, like, basically raping Kurt if, if I don't have that... Like... Yeah, I don't know. Is that not what happened? I mean, he tied him up and, like, got dirty with him? I don't think... Did I miss that? I think that he tied him up so that he could rob rob them. I don't think there was... Oh, I thought... He let him on. Yeah. He let him on. He wanted him He flirted with him, but it... Yeah. So he tied him up so that he could... See, I was, like... I felt like it was implied that he tied him up, had his way with him, and then, like... (laughs) No, I think that they were, like, you know, getting busy... But then he was like, he said no, and so he tied him up and robbed him. I think that it was not what you're okay. insinuating. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, like, I, this was just weird to me. I don't care. I just didn't care about this. I, well, what I wanted was a, this happened, so then we, and I know that they like, at the end, they like there just wasn't to me enough of a closure on this. Was it so that he could bond with Rachel and Santana? What was the purpose? I thought it was going to show how they got the job at the restaurant they were working at, at least. Yeah, yeah. or yeah. something. But then we just saw them at the window job, yeah. or or why how Kurt got past Blaine cheating. Like, yeah, there it just to me felt fell like, flat. It fell flat, and also why? I mean. Kurt, obviously a very attractive man, went, wanted to be with him, but I wasn't sure. It was he trying to like get over Blaine with him? Like, what was the reason he was? I, I, I can't answer your question. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I well, don't know. Kurt was, did say the line that like uh, newly single, and then he was flirting with sexy Santa. So it, yeah. it could have been a you know just a a rebound in a way. Yeah, and it's holidays. It's mm-hmm. it's true. Hard to be alone, but. I don't know. It just for me, there wasn't a real point to it. Cody and, ends up being an ass anyway. So yeah, yeah. And, and did they ever get their stuff back? I <laughs> guess they did. I mean, because Santana moves in and they seem to have all the stuff. I don't think they got their stuff back, but it's not answered. It will never be answered unless we do another flashback of the day after Christmas <laughs> or uh, the day after the Christmas New, New Year's. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it just. If this actually happened, it would have come up. I know they made like a pact not to tell anybody, but like it just would have come up. Yeah, and. Also, have we seen the last of Sexy Santa? Is he gonna? I sure hope so. Come back around in some way? Like, I don't. I don't know how to answer your question because I, I. What I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> he was sexy though. I can give him that. Well, I agree. Yes, his but abs were amazing. But they did also say that he. This wasn't the first time he's robbed people. He robbed the store that they were working yeah. at. Yeah. So I, I think we were led to believe that they caught him. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm just searching for, like, a deeper meaning of this storyline <laughs> because I'm like, will he come back? What? What are? What's the deeper? Why? Why did they do this to us? <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's supposed to be a happy holiday, like, episode, and it just did not feel that way, but that's okay because we'll get to all of that, and maybe there is some deeper meaning to it. Well, let us know what you're thinking. Are you loving sexy santa having enough of mckinley's drama what's going on with you go on itunes rate comment again we love hearing reading all of your comments we go on youtube itunes you can tweet me i get them all (laughs) so we love our gleeks exactly so much fun reading everything love hearing all of your opinions um that being said let's jump into the songs tonight 
Oh, um, wait, can we talk about Rachel and Kurt and them actually working as elves? Oh, yes. Uh, what what do you have to crazy. say about that? Because no, just like, just, okay. it, I, I think it was just crazy. Well, I mean, we mentioned it off air that it was an interesting episode for Rachel in that we've always seen her be really proud of her Judaism. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, being Jewish and, and having that background. And tonight she was just like, I'm a sexy elf. And I don't know if that was to get a paycheck. What, again, what the purpose of And the of that inappropriateness was. of Santana being oh. Mr. Claus to all those kids. Yeah, yeah. what you're talking Rude about right now, though, offensive. Yeah. It, it does go into our first song, which is Here Comes Santa Claus. So we're talking about them being right. in the elf's costumes. Um, and I thought that, you know, once they get the job and they're trying to, because Santa Claus is obviously wasted, and they do this number and it doesn't impress the kids. But at least as, like, a standalone number, this was, like, it was cute. And obviously it was too prepared for them to do last minute, you know. Yeah. Like, you and I are uh, right on the same page on this. I literally wrote cute but not spectacular. Like, like, it was, like it was, it was, it was If I saw that at a mall, I would stop and watch for a minute and then I'd continue on with my shopping. Right, exactly. I I literally thought of, like, um, here in Los Angeles, the Beverly Center. Yeah. I, I would stop. I would, I would, I would be around there for a minute and then continue on. Love their voices, but I could hear it from in the store. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was good. Um, so this was my favorite number of the night, "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree," and I have to say that I just love this song to begin with. Um, and it, of course, is New Directions and Will singing it. Um. And it just kind of reminded me of past Glee Christmases, and I can tell that Roxy and I are going to disagree again. This is the end of our agreement for the night. Yeah. Um, Just, like, okay, to pick a song for what they were doing, yes, it was very literal. Yeah. They were rocking around the Christmas tree. I get why they picked the song. It was just so fine. I Yeah, I mean... It was sweet, and I think that that's what I was looking for, especially with, like, Sexy Santa and all of that going on. I just wanted a sweet, like, holiday number, and I think, to me, they accomplished that. Yeah, I I agree. This was probably the least offensive (laughs) musical number in this episode. It was fun, and they got that Christmas tree up really fast. I know, impressive. At at least it fit with the story, and, Mm -hmm. yeah, and it didn't personally take a jab at me. (laughs) So, it was just to me, it was so fine. Medi- it was you're, fine. You're saying mediocre. I get it. It was simple. I hear you. It was really simple. Yeah. Um, sure. So, the chipmunk song. Okay, I can remember. This is well, we have. Is that Mary Boy Child? Uh, I'm skipping songs tonight, guys. Yeah. Um, Mary's little boy child. What did we think? Um, did did I even have a? I mean. This was the unique Marley. That they were on the audition song, right? That's yeah, what this one exactly. was. Yeah, yep. the, the uh, I thought it was right? cute that they were all auditioning together. I thought the dance moves were cute. It was fun to watch. The song, I was like, well, okay. Again, see, I was like, I, oh, okay. I didn't see the uh, point in stripping down to like skivvies. <laughs> yeah, um, much, but I mean, seemed it, unnecessary. Yeah, very unnecessary. Um, other than like, I suppose. Tina and Marley both have rock and bods, so oh, yeah, and, other I mean, than that. And I'm not saying, but yeah. there was really no <laughs> point to that when they're auditioning for nativity scene. Right. I agree with you. For me, it just felt like an odd an odd choice in, in the midst of this episode. It it didn't fit for me, so I was a little underwhelmed. I didn't hate it. It was it was okay. And Beast was like, that really touched me. And I'm like, it was basically like, 
a stripper show. Right. Like, like a high-class stripper yeah, show. Yeah, they were getting a little naughty on the high school stage. It was pretty, though. I don't know. It's, yeah. again, again, fine. Yeah, I was just like, to me, it was just not, not the best, not the worst. Just right there in the middle. Okay. Now, to the Chipmunk song. I, I want you guys to talk about this first. <laughs> Unfortunately, this was the third song in a row for me. That was fine. Um, so. Do you, like, I, okay, I hate to the, say the it, The thing guys. I gotta say, it would have been, it's a fun song. We all know and love it. Yeah, it's Adam and the Chipmunks. Yeah, I think they didn't really live up to the potential of what the song could have been. Even though the premise was cute with the balloons and it's yeah. like. Yeah. Second helium. I mean, who hasn't done that? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> the views here expressed by after like, yeah. we do not recommend brain cells pop that way. Yeah. No. Um, but it is pretty awesome. <laughs> okay, and they um, there's an Australian radio show that does it with their interviewees. So you should YouTube that as well. It's really fun to watch like That's awesome. Orlando Bloom and I think One Direction has done it like it's a very fun thing to do. We have to start doing that here. I, I mean, come on. Oh, and our like predictions that. can be with That is <laughs> fabulous. Helium balloons. I that being that. said, um for me, I the original of this song is really cute, and I just don't know that it was something Glee needed to go there and do. I, to me, it was like, okay, they're trying to do something original, but I, I didn't know. It's kind of like we've done so many holiday songs. Which one should we pick to throw in here? Yeah, exactly. And um, I don't know. It just it, to me again, kind of in the middle. Not not the best, not the worst. Um, Love Child. It's my favorite song in the episode. Oh, Supreme. Oh, uh, Unique Marley and <laughs> Tina. I mean, for after the last three songs, I was like, please, please give me something good. And this for me was just like, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it made me really miss Mercedes because mm-hmm. I thought she would have crushed it. They did an amazing job, though. Um, and it sound, it was fun to watch. It was cute. I liked why they were singing it. Um, Unique rocked it. And the dresses were amazing. I just... I thought that this was really great, and I'm just, like, the biggest Diana Ross. I'm just a huge fan. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I enjoyed this one. I thought it was... For you, it was fine? Like, <laughs> it, it was it was a little better than fine. It was, like, a 7 or an 8 on the scale. It was, like, I wanted to... I wanted something a little more from it. Maybe, maybe a fourth person. I wasn't sure what it needed or why I was feeling like there was just, like, this little bit that just could have been a little better for me, but I, I enjoyed it. Uh, the, the thing with this number is that, yes, it was crazy and outrageous, and it, the point was to, you know, uh, get Kitty to com- convince Kitty to take the role. So it worked. But, and yes, and it worked in that way, and just, I don't know, being the Catholic that I am, I was just, I found it, like Kitty said, so sacrilegious and so offensive. I was like, oh, I cannot watch this. But that was the point. At yeah. least yeah, they acknowledged that that's what they were and doing. They, and yeah. they did uh, touch upon that, but like this, I don't know. It really it bothered you. Yes, it yeah. really did. Yeah, I couldn't get over that part of it. Um, so ending the night, though, we had um, away in a manger. Right. Um, I r- was writing quickly here and tried to make sure I had it right. Um, so Kurt, Rachel, Santana, and of course New Directions. It was the final number of the night. Um, I thought what I wrote down was Kitty is perfection. Becky yeah. is baby Jesus. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what I noticed from the number. That is all I noticed from the number. Like, Weirdly, I wanted, and I think I've been saying it all all night tonight, 
I wanted a fun holiday episode, and in that, I wanted a fun final number. I wanted... This was certainly not that. Exactly. It was a very down, serious song, and they did a beautiful job. Their voices are phenomenal, always. I mean, with Kitty, Glee, you also, can... she just looked the... She looked perfection. For right. Totally. 100%. Um, Becky, honestly, as the baby, kind of freaked me out for a second, yeah, uh, I mean, I that's insulting. Yeah, it, it was. But the thing is that there were so many outrageous, insulting numbers in this episode, very over the top. And yeah. I didn't mind that this was a more calmer, more serious. They're, they're trying to take it back now. That, yeah. And they kind of ended on a more respectable note hmm. with this episode. Right. Okay. I just liked Kitty's character arc in this, and this was like the end of that. So for me, again... Like, I d- definitely didn't hate it, but I agree with you. Where the Other than I love Love Child, just because I yeah. love the song, but other than that, there was no, like, and that's not a holiday song. Yeah. You know, so other than that, there wasn't one that was like, this holiday, I'm going to play this during well, the holiday. Like mm. I can remember in past years on Glee watching, like, Finn and Rachel in the Christmas tree lot and just being, like, Oh, it's the holiday season. And mind you, it's early this year. They aired the episode early. And also, it just didn't feel like that to me. I wanted love to be in the air. Yeah. Like, holiday, love, romance, friendship. Like, it just wasn't. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's okay. I mean, they went a different direction. It, it's fine. It just, for me, I just, I was missing that Glee season two experience. I'm glad I guess. they didn't go with romance and uh, romantic relationships in this episode because. All the relationships are at a different right. Point that's in true. This that is so true. It would have been it all is, the more confusing. Also, Splitsville. I mean, it, it yeah. really is at this point in that season. It was a lot of right. people. The luckiest but. part about this episode not being my favorite was that this week's news and gossip absolutely was. Yes, mm-hmm. and so let's get into it. News and gossip. We teased it earlier tonight that we had news on the 100th episode, which airs March 18th. I can hardly wait for that. It's going to be amazing. So Ryan Murphy has taken to Twitter, confirming lots of people's return to Glee. We always miss, you know, our original cast so much. Until it's out of his mouth, I don't believe it. Right. Mm -hmm. So So he's the person. He has confirmed, and Diana Agron herself has performed, has confirmed that she will be back. Uh, so we'll be getting Quinn, and we haven't had Quinn in so long. What it just his tweet about it was just like Diana back for hundredth. Like yeah, Diana is in in capital letters for Glee's one hundredth, and she says um, there will be news today, and I think it might make many of you happy. It makes me happy too. So. Great news for that, and she says, going to be fun, Glee 100. I think the last episode Diana was in was the Valentine's Day episode when she hooked up with Oh my god, that's so long ago. So long ago. And Heather Morris, who of course had a baby over the summer, she will be back um, as Brittany, so... More amazing one-liners from her. Woo! And Amber Riley, who, of course, competed and won, I should say, uh, with Derek Huff this season on Dancing with the Stars. She's should be back as well, according to... Congrats. Yeah. Congrats, So Amber. excited. We love Derek and Amber around here. Oh, my so, God. Both. Yeah, amazing. So we're super excited for their win. Um, Mark Salling will be back, of course, Puck. Um, Harry Shum Jr., Mike... And uh, Kristen Chenoweth, which was the one out of left field a little bit for me. I mean, love her, but... Miss her. Miss her. April Rhodes. uh, Love her character. Love... Love her interactions with Will. Yeah, so... I mean, they're really 
pulling out and the big you know guns what? for this. It'd be so cool if they got Idina Menzel back yeah. in this episode. Yeah. Then we're going to have like Christian and Idina together in this episode. See, oh my I, God, that'd be amazing. I love that everybody's back, but I'm a little nervous because like, how are they going to tie this all in? I mm-hmm. agree with you. I'm hope I'm thinking like some sort of reunion at McKinley. Like there's only like so many ways. I hope ways. it's not flashbacks only because then I'll be that annoyed. Would, yeah. No, I think, cool. I think it'll be a reunion of some sort. And I have to say, not again to be the downer of this, because apparently I can't not mention this. It'll be really sad that Corey's not a part of, of it. Of course, yeah. yeah. Of course. I mean, just but very excited for the episode, regardless. Agreed. I mean, they're really bringing back everybody together, and, and also that they also have the the fans, the audience can pick what songs that they're gonna sing in the one hundredth episode. Yeah, so it'll be a fun one. So definitely check out. I think it's fox.com to find out more information about that. Cool. Um, and E Online is reporting. Leah Michelle, of course, is. Again, talking about Corey, um, who, and kind of the support that she's gotten from her co-stars. We talked about in a news and gossip in a few weeks ago that she, of course, uh, spent time uh, at Kate Hudson's home after his passing. And she says, all I know is that Glee is my home. That's where, that's my family. And, um, it just made sense that we all wanted to go back together so that we would have each other's support. And I love everyone there so much. Um, and she's just, you know, really mentioning that that cast is as close as they seem. I'm actually pretty glad that she's still talking about it a lot because, for me at least, like it's still so unsettling that I I am appreciative of. Uh, I had a friend the other day who turned to me and was like, "Oh, like didn't didn't Finn die or something?" And I was like, "What? Like how? Yeah. Like you know what I mean?" And I, it's just like it's still so. I'm, new and fresh to me and it's such a huge deal that I enjoy not that I enjoy but I am appreciative again of I when mean, people are talking about it for her I feel like it's still so raw that it right. probably is right and also I know from being on these press lines she's asked about it it's not people like I know I get tweets about it and things like that are accusing her of you know using it for whatever gain and I think that it's that's probably an unfair assumption to make because right. she's asked about it and it's still raw to her. So of course she's going to talk about right. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's better than her saying no comment. You right. Know, like, I mean because that just feels cold. Yeah. At that exactly. Point. Yeah. yeah. And I mean you have to feel for her that she's having a hundred reporters ask her about this. It almost probably feels feels like surreal at this point. You know. Yeah. One hundred percent. But, again, wishing his family, her, everybody all the best in that. Um, that being said, uh, Glee stars are still trying to do good for um, many organizations. Uh, of course, Kevin McHale and um, Harry Shum Jr. Uh, have gotten together to encourage fans uh, to donate to the Invisible Children. Um, and that's an organization that seeks to end the use of child soldiers in Central and East Africa. Um, we see this again and again with Glee stars. They're really into the giving back. And I think that if you have the kind of platform that Glee has given them, it's a really important thing to do. So they're asking fans to donate $10 and they will give you a chance to win a super secret Glee experience. So definitely check that out. I mean, it's super secret. I mean, it's super secret. It must be good. It'll be good. I'm guessing a set visit maybe feels like maybe a good thing to get. Or maybe even like background role or something. Yeah, exactly. And so um, 
They say that they'll have some special guests. We'll have some friends and some castmates that are going to take part, but we want to keep it a secret. Speaking about some, just because you mentioned Kevin McHale, some news and gossip in my life. I was going back through the office and I was watching season four and mm-hmm. he just randomly pops up in one episode as the pizza man. And I just think it's so funny always when you watch what these Glee characters were doing, like oh, pre-being uh-huh. superstars. You yeah. know? He just like had this role where he had a couple lines as the pizza man. And I was like... I mean, Artie, what are you doing there? <laughs> it's so funny that you mentioned that over Thanksgiving. It's so fun to even go back beyond Glee and look at like friends. Like you can find all these people who have gone on to have right. massive I careers know. out it's of awesome. it. And and Glee stars are definitely having massive careers right now. Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. Though, uh, we, oh, what? Oh, sorry, one, one more thing that. Uh, over Thanksgiving, our own very our very own Maria Menounos, she had that Thanksgiving dance for us. Oh, that is very true. And a lot of celebrities got involved in that, including Amber Riley. Woo! She got herself yeah. and her family got and, involved in the and, dance. And wars. Derek, I believe, was also yes, involved. We, yeah, we started the dance wars with Derek Huff from with the Huff Dancing family. with yeah. the Stars, and then Mark Ballas and Amber Riley got involved, and then Julianne. Yeah, Julianne Huff and Kate Hudson. I was just told today that Kate Hudson has saw the video. And she loved it too. So like, yeah, and um, I know that we're hoping to do Christmas ones. We think it'll be really fun. Excited. So Maybe. that being said, um, let's go to predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. How do you predict anything off of this episode? This was a hard. <laughs> I was about yeah, to say. Really can't. It's uh, it's difficult. Um, but we should say Glee will be back in February, so we have a long break till new episodes start in February for Glee. It's just I I don't I know they don't do it on purpose, but the hiatuses on the show they just bring me out of it. I guess Ew. it does it does make me absence makes the heart grow fonder. So I, I mean, suppose we'll be excited to come back and break down that episode. I'm sure in February. And we're also moving to Tuesdays, too. Tuesdays, February 25th, I believe, is the episode date. So, I mean, I guess we have to look back at Puppet Master in order to predict what's going to happen next time. I was going to say that um, I feel like Blaine and Kurt are going in a not positive direction at this point. He missed going to see him. I, I don't see... I feel like there's some turmoil there. I don't know. I mean... It was weird because Blaine was all messed up on this gas. So, like, I can't tell what was a real conversation and what was a conversation with a Muppet or what was a conversation he thought was with Muppet but and, was actually Kurt. Any predictions for Jake and Bree and Marley and that whole? I, I actually think that Bree and Jake, I mean, that uh, Marley and Jake are going to get back together, even though I love Ryder. Yeah, yeah. I was like, as, as hard as Ryder's trying, he, he's just the guy who wants to swoop in at the last minute. But I, I don't know. I think Marley wants to go back to Jake. It's going to be a tough... You can't help who you love. It's a tough wait till February. So thank you for hanging out with us and, you know, indulging our Christmas special fun. Oh, guys! I know, till February. But um, hard. You know, you can find us on Twitter in the interim if you go back and watch our DVDs or these last few episodes and have any new theories for us. I'm at Stephanie Wanger. At Roxy Stryer. And at Serafini TV. Thanks so Uh much. See you in February. Crazy. Have a good holiday. Yeah, happy holidays, everybody. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, Gleeks! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.